0: Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth. Consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. We had done a
1: two-week trek in Nepal. And what what was really interesting about this is some of the mountain Sherpas there that, from our perspective, might be sometimes uneducated when it comes to business and business strategy. They were great when it comes to the concept of customer devotion.
0: Today, on episode 590 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the founder of Growth Walla, Vinay Raval. I'm going to ask Vinay how you can create great customer experiences and much more. Stay with us to hear all the details. You can find out more about Vinay along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Are you building your own business after a long career as an employed professional? Listen to our show, Going Solo also found on our website, smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Vinay Raval. 10 years ago, Vinay left his corporate job to learn more about how businesses can grow by uplifting the lives of their customers. He crisscrossed the world and drew insight from large corporations, far-flung markets, mountain Sherpas, and street vendors. These experiences inspired a unique approach to customer experience that he then put to the test as an entrepreneur in Cusco, Peru. Now back in New York, Vinay teaches his system through social media, coaching, and online courses through his business, Growth Walla. Vinay, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, David. It's a pleasure to be here, and thanks, Reverend, for tuning in.
0: Vinay, you've had a variety of fascinating experiences since you left corporate America that have led you to become an expert in customer experiences. Can you talk a little bit about your journey? Sure, I'd be
1: happy to. About 10 years ago, I left the corporate world. I was working in corporate finance and later on the marketing and branding side. And I was fascinated by this concept. I wondered how businesses could grow by better connecting with their customers and uplifting the lives of everyone who interacts with their brand. But this was something that wasn't typically taught in school. And so rather than pursue an MBA, I actually went traveling for about two years to research this firsthand. And as you mentioned in the intro, it was... It was really interesting to see the variety of sources from, from which this inspiration comes from, because you can learn something about connecting with your customer from almost any business interaction you have. And it's fascinating because this is something that we all know very well as customers. We've all been thrilled or wowed or have our favorite, whether it's a corner coffee shop or a vacation or memories from, from a business or, or a place that we enjoyed but we almost never think about this when it's our own business because we're so focused on viewing things from our perspective. So this was something that I really wanted to, to learn and discover. And after about two years of research, we put it to the test. And so I set up a business with a few friends in Cusco, Peru. It's it's not far from Machu Picchu. And this was our chance to really take this approach to customer experience and try it in the real world. And it worked it worked well. It worked in a fun way. It was a great way to connect with folks from, again, all over the world, but at all different levels. And you realize that more so than the product, it's, it's about that connection with the human on the other side of the transaction. It's, it's rather than seeing things from a profit perspective, let's put the people first and really help to solve their problems. And when you do that, I think it makes business so much more fun and exciting. And so, As you mentioned, now I am back in New York, and this is my chance to, to share this with the world.
0: Then I before we talk about what you did in your business in Cusco, what were some examples that you experienced from which you learned what was most important?
1: You know, one of the first things that comes to mind was we did a two-week trek in Nepal. When I say we, I was there with a few friends and we had done a two-week trek in Nepal. And what, what was really interesting about this is some of the mountain Sherpas there that from our perspective might be sometimes uneducated when it comes to business and business strategy, they were great when it comes to the concept of customer devotion, because these are folks who literally have your lives in their hands. And the way that they look after you at every step of the way, the way that ensure that your 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 trek is memorable, it's, it's incredible, and it's being just the experience that you were looking for and then some, is wonderful. And you realize, well, this is the kind of example that larger businesses, even be they in New York or anywhere in the world, can really learn from. And especially coaches and consultants, I think a lot of times when we're in a B2B world, we just we don't realize that this this level of customer devotion is still important. In and, and other places, I guess another example that comes to mind would be Spice markets of Delhi. And, and it's just it's when you want to create a memorable experience that brings your customers back again and again, to really do that, it's about tapping into the deeper emotions and activating all of their senses. And so I remember just being in this spice market on this walking tour in, in Old Delhi, and every one of our senses was activated. And again, it leads to the kind of memory you, you don't forget.
0: Right. So one of the things it sounds like you're talking about, particularly when it came to the Sherpas, is developing a relationship of trust with your customer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That that trust is paramount because that's what allows us to build a lasting relationship. It's what allows us to close better because the customer is more likely to purchase our products and services when they trust that we have their best interest at hand. You know, David, when we look at this from the customer's perspective, they're not looking at it as a transaction because for them, the customer journey starts a lot earlier in the process. It's far before they enter our website or give us a call or connect with us, they have a problem that they need to solve. And they have a pain point that sometimes keeps them up at night or really comes with a variety of emotions. And the most important thing to a customer is actually solving that. And so as they go through their customer journey, they really want to be educated. They want to know that, that again, you're solving their problem and you're helping them. Again, I say sleep better at night, but you're really helping them live a better life and you're helping them have a better business if more in the B2B world. And, and that's where trust becomes such an important factor because when they, again, understand that you truly care about helping them feel a certain way, that is is what will hopefully help you close more as well as improve your ticket prices and, and allow you to, to charge more
0: on the margin as well. So Vinay, how did you employ these strategies when you opened your business in Cusco?
1: Well, the business we had in Cusco was very different to anything I'd done before. We realized most folks were coming to visit Machu Picchu. That's That was the main attraction in, in the city or close to it. But if you look at your customers' needs and deeper desires, you can go— a little bit further and you say, well, actually most of the folks are coming down. This might be their only vacation of the year or perhaps one of two. And most of these folks were were burnt out corporate professionals. They, They wanted to have fun on vacation. It wasn't just about sightseeing and seeing ruins, but they wanted to feel a certain way and they really wanted at a deeper level to bridge the gap between two cultures. And we put that at the heart of every element of our business strategy. So it was understanding if we're doing a market tour through Andean Markets and we're connecting with shamans and local artisans and vendors, the idea here is how can we create that relationship? How can we present in a certain way that that you know, even if it was so simple as, again, this market tour, it's understanding, what well, what are our customers' hesitations at a very deep level? Maybe it's cleanliness if they're trying out new foods and it's it's realizing, well, we can have sanitary wipes or we can actually present things in a, in a very photogenic way if they're taking photos for Instagram. If they're more history buffs and we know this information about them coming in, then maybe on the walking tour, we can actually spend more time mentioning that aspect of it or perhaps linking it back to something they've studied or something they had mentioned. So it was a way that we could really customize every experience for them. And it wasn't just during the transaction, but again, you put the customer emotions and mindset and experience at the heart of every element. So it's the way your marketing lands, it's the way that you present the sales pitch. It's it's the way that you even have a painless transaction and connect with them after the fact and provide extra value so that they they really walk away with a deeper experience instead of just a again, a transaction or a product or service.
0: Mm. And then I how long did you run that business? We
1: did it for four years before it was it was time to get out of a small mountain town and, and head back to the big city.
0: Right. And then uh, you came back to New York and you decided to teach what you had learned about customer experience to clients, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's, That's the part that I personally find the most fulfilling. It's refreshing when you can help someone who feels that they've, in a way, plateaued. And sometimes it's because they're short on resources. Sometimes the rate of purchase has gone down or they're just looking to find a way to generate some more buzz or marketing around their their products and services. But it's how can you help, especially entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants grow by offering a better experience for their customer, by offering something that's much more memorable, and again, helps to connect with their own personal brand identity. So it ends up being a lot of fun when you can use creativity and compassion to grow a business. And and honestly, that's what gets me up first thing in the morning. It's, It's what I personally really love to do. Right, I can tell by your
0: just by the sound of your voice that you're very excited about this. What do most business owners, or not most, but what do many business owners, particularly consultants and coaches, do wrong when it comes to customer experience?
1: That's that's a very interesting question. I think I think a lot of times we look at the world in two different ways, and so we know how we as customers want to be treated, and we see this from local coffee shops or bars or. Um, Even sometimes if it's a service, the way we might walk into a cell phone store or really retail, it could be in any transaction we have as customers. We go through perhaps dozens of these on a daily basis and we know what it feels like to be thrilled at our core. And yet when we work in B2B or we're on the other side of the equation, a lot of times we don't realize that our customer will feel the same way, that our customer needs to be engaged in the same way and that we can really customize every aspect of the experience. Sometimes I find a lot of coaches and consultants are so focused on the product and service that they provide that a lot of times we miss out on the how. And we miss out on how something can get delivered, how something can feel on the opposite side. And and again, just making sure that outside of just that one instance, for our customers, this is a larger journey. And and we need to think about where they're coming from rather than just that one moment where we deliver the the service.
0: Right, so what's an example of how particularly a consultant or coach who works in the B2B realm, could improve the customer experience?
1: The first thing here is, is really to listen. I think, I think if we can listen first to what the true pain point is and, and understand what a customer has already done. Again, one thing I, I briefly touched on here was the customer journey, but it's, it's realizing your customers probably tried multiple things before coming to you. And it's understanding what worked, what didn't work, and really where they would like to take this. Because when you understand where they're coming from, it allows you to really customize a solution that works for them and understands and takes into account their, their feeling and experience having gone into it. And then I think the second thing that customers are looking for is something that resonates with their deeper need and desire. And a lot of the coaches and consultants I work with will offer up something generic and they'll say, well, I'm a business coach or I coach business strategy. And I think there's a way for us to, again, put that human element first and it's, well, whom are you serving? What specific pain point or emotion are you looking to tap into? What's the value add that you provide? And so what's the difference between going to one coach versus another? If you if you were to purchase my services, What's the real difference when it comes to the relationship, the communication, the contact? What is it that you're going to get from working with me that you may not get from someone else?
0: Right. So, how do you describe that for for your own business?
1: For me, it's it's really putting their brand identity first, and it's realizing that the system that I I teach to entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants is really about them. It puts them at the core because. While we do want to, of course, create the perfect customer experience for their customers, it has to be done in a way that is congruent with their own brand identity. So the first thing we'll do is actually really sharpen what their brand is, what it stands for, and what their authentic brand concept is. Essentially, what's their essence? What's their core principles? What's their personality? And how they bring that soul to life? Because it has to be something that really fits with who they are in order for them to attract the right customers. It's, it's viewing it as a relationship and realizing, hey, I'm with you every step of the way, and I'm here to help educate, hold your hand, and, and brainstorm along with you. And so the idea is realizing that you're more of a partner in their business and that together we can continue to grow rather than, I think with a lot of consultants, customers can view us as coming in, solving a need, and then you know out of sight, out of mind, versus this is a relationship that we can continue to grow and, and improve upon.
0: Right. So what you're suggesting is that it is it can be a long-term relationship.
1: I think it has to be because the idea here is, one, for us, when it comes to our own business, the last thing we want is a quick one-off. And if it is a one-off, then we can find a way to, to hopefully turn that into something that continues to bear fruit over the lifespan of, of the transaction. But from the customer's perspective— when a customer realizes that they're with you for the long haul, they know that they're going to be listened to because all of a sudden the relationship that they have with you carries more weight. When it's over the long haul and they realize it's not just a one-time transaction, they realize that as a business owner, we're going to take more time and, and, and effort to really understand where they're coming from, what their needs are, their deeper desires, there's frustrations, and we'll craft a product and service that, that genuinely puts them first. And I think they realize that because... They know they'll get better service out of it, and again, they're more likely to continue to grow with us. and And it's that personal touch that you get over the long run that that makes the biggest difference.
0: Vinay, can you share a story of a consultant or coach who has made a transformation in the way they use the customer experience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the examples I have here is is actually a a previous client that I was working with, and what they do is is they actually have a YouTube channel. So his His approach is to help other parents and other families to to really just understand insights as to how you can create fun family experiences. So it's a little bit different from the typical coaching consulting, but it's still someone who who sets an example. And so the idea here is is understanding what your customer is really looking for. Who are your customer types? And once you know what your customer types are, well, why are they watching a specific video? Why are they coming to you? And it, it changed his entire messaging. It changed the entire products and services that he offered, whether it was the videos he produced as a way to actually educate and to train, whether it was some of the one-offs and the calls that he would have, or or even if it's down the road, actually creating subscription boxes. But the idea here is, is when you can put your customer first, in his case, he was really able to understand for each specific customer type that's based on demographic based on their their specific business type, or in this case, their use type. So what type of family, maybe it's an older family, maybe it's a younger one, perhaps multiracial, or someone who's about to have kids for the first time. But he was able to look at it in a lot of different ways, and of course, through their personality. And when you can have these different customer segments, it allows you to to really connect with them better by understanding what their hesitations might be, what their deeper desire might be every time they connect with you to win their trust and then ultimately execute the sale. And so since then, he's been able to obviously improve his sales, but also his customer engagement is a lot higher. And so I know that's a little different from the typical coach or consultant, but the way that translates into our world is is a higher rate of return, higher ticket price, and, and perhaps more than anything, it's more word of mouth.
0: Right. Well, no, deeper engagement is really important for consultants and coaches, especially as you're trying to improve your conversion rate of um, anyone who's a, a lead or a prospect in, in your marketing pipeline. If you have deeper engagement before they become paying clients, then they're more likely to become paying clients. And, and once they do become paying clients, if they're more deeply engaged, they're likely to stay longer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the keys here, there's a, there's obviously a lot of books that have been written about inbound marketing, but one of my favorite ones was They Ask You Answer. And it was very simple, but and again, it's more geared towards the digital world, but it works for all businesses and all types of customers because essentially rather than us blasting the world with marketing we can actually serve the customer earlier in their journey. And so when the customer first has their pain point, for for example, if we're in B2B, if we were, say, a fairly standard strategy consultant, the idea here is our customer has a pain point. Perhaps it's they're, they're not meeting, they're not making their ends meet, or they stay up at night because their revenue is off a cliff, or perhaps just after last year, folks are genuinely worried. One thing that that we can do is educating without expectations we can actually find a way to create information whether it's digitally whether it's in the real world whether it's through zoom calls or conferences but rather than offering up proposals before that we can actually position ourselves almost as a thought leader or as a trusted voice of reason for that customer and that allows us to build that engagement that really allows us to essentially win over a customer So this point when they are ready to search for a consultant they'll actually start their, they'll start their search with us because they'll start their search with someone that they already have that engagement and trust factor with. And if you've already found a way to help them earlier on without having that expectation of a sell, of a long-term sort of profitable relationship, then I think that can really help to grow a business.
0: Vinay, how important do you think it is to have a relatively narrow niche in the way you describe the problem that you solve?
1: I think it's important because a niche will absolutely help you stand out. But I think more than more than a specific niche, it, it really depends. I guess it depends on two things. The first, if you are in a very narrow industry, if you are if you are in a specific B two B industry where knowing the lingo, having had experience for for years or decades within a specific industry, helps you stand out as a better coach or consultant, then I think that niche is very important. But the other alternative and something that I personally like for, for my own services is having a system that works. Because then when your niche ends up being your specific way of solving a problem, you can actually adapt it to a variety of businesses and you can adapt it to a way that serves any specific customer best. Just in the last several customers that I've personally worked with, it's ranged from it's ranged from smaller business, for example, who did tours to Mount Everest. And that was a very, very different experience to get someone who's got a fairly large YouTube channel. And so the worlds couldn't be any more different when we talk about niche as far as the specific goes. But in my personal case, the niche comes back to a system that I've created. And I think this is where it's helpful to really have something that you own in a proprietary solution or or very specific knowledge that folks know they get from you and other coaches or consultants may not be able to offer up something similar.
0: So is it important to be able to describe some either commonality or narrowness in the way the ideal customer describes her or his pain point?
1: I believe so. I believe so because when you can specifically narrow down to what you're offering and the way you'll make your customer feel, the benefits they get out of it, And if you can more precisely connect those benefits to not just their basic needs, but their deeper desires, that's when they're more likely to purchase your product. That's essentially when your pitches will land better and you'll start to close more because your customer, you mentioned trust earlier. That's when your customer really understands and starts to feel inside that, hey, this coach or this consultant really understands where I'm coming from and where I want to get to.
0: Then I. This reminds me of uh, something that I've heard quite frequently, particularly when it comes to consultants and coaches, from um, clients that really gravitate towards working with a particular consultant or coach, which is, she gets me or he gets me. And feeling like your service provider gets you seems to be a really critical ingredient.
1: I'd say it might be the most critical ingredient because... It's understanding that our customers purchase based on emotions and there might be no better emotion than that relationship, that connection you have when someone, when you have that feeling as a customer. And we can think about ourselves now as a customer, not so much as a business service provider, but anytime we, we purchase a, a cup of coffee or we have a favorite restaurant or a favorite sports team or a favorite, you name it. It's, it's when someone gets me, it's that euphoria it fills you with. It's that, that trust it fills you with. It's, hey, when this person has my best interest at heart, they understand my hesitations or the look them am specifically going for or, or the goal and the dream that I have and the problems that I truly face, that when they as an expert recommend something, you know what? I will give it a try. I'm much more inclined to purchase from someone who gets me
0: than someone who doesn't. Well said. Well, Vinay, we've covered a lot of territory today. If someone wants to go deeper with anything that you've shared or wants to learn more or access any resources that you have, where would the best place be for them to go?
1: Well, there's two places they can go. The first one is on Instagram. And so, in on Instagram, you can find me at, at the Vinay Raval. That's the V I N A Y R A V A L. And I post a lot of short videos and IGTVs and, and just some, some interesting posts over there as well, too, about customer experience. But if you would like to connect with me, by all means, send me an email as well. And that's my first name, Vinay, V-I-N-A-Y, at Growthwalla.com. That's W-A-L-L-A-H.
0: And we'll include those in the show notes as well. Well, Vinay, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and share a little bit about your story, your insights, and your expertise. My guest today has been the founder of Growth Walla, Vinay Raval, Thank you again, Vinay, for joining us.
1: Thank you, David. It's been a pleasure.
0: When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Today, we learned how you can create great customer experiences and much more. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.